Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome. I do count it as a privilege that you have chose my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you and I appreciate you for sharing this to your social media platforms, as well as giving me five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you in this episode, and I hope that you decide to come back as I produce most of my episodes weekly or bi-weekly. Sometimes we get a treat and I do them twice in a week. I'm also wanting to let you know that I am a licensed mental health professional and I practice in the state of Maryland as well as Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage people. I'm also a published author, and I have two books that you can find on Amazon titled Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, as well as My Purpose Then and Now. You'll find that information in the show notes if you're interested. Now, Make sure you listen all the way to the very end because there's other ways to get in contact with me and connect in with me. All right, let's get ready for this episode. Hey everyone, great news. My new book, The Unhacked Mind, is now available for purchase on Amazon. This book is a great guide for retraining your brain, renewing your mind, and transforming your life. So check out the sample pages that's available on Amazon and get a copy for yourself or give one as a gift to a friend or family member. And feel free to leave a review on Amazon about your thoughts on the book. All right, take care. What does it mean when you hear statements like stay connected and we're all in this together? What does it mean to you? When I think about staying connected, the obvious definition for me means checking in with people, touching base with your loved ones, reaching out to people who may not have the ability to, you know, reach out to you. And also when I hear the statement, we're all in this together, I'm thinking that that means sharing resources um, equally and what's mine is yours. And if we're going to go through this, we're going to go through this together. And we're going to make sure that we're both okay or we're all okay. Does those terms make you feel positive or do they make you feel negative? Do you actually reach out to other people, but then nobody reaches out to you? Are you living by yourself or are you living with someone that? you wish you were not all in this together with. Well, I know that this can be a very trying time for a lot of people. But I want to know one thing. Do you actually have what you need to survive this? Do you have the food and the household products that will help you get through this? Is your finances where they need to be? Do you have 
other resources that are necessary to maintain a healthy way of life. See, not everyone feels blessed in this mess that's, that we got going on right now. Some are doing what they can just to survive. And sometimes connections, which would, where they're saying stay connected, some of these connections are not always producing positives. So staying connected is not ideal for everybody. Remember, before this global crisis even popped off, people were already angry, depressed, anxious, and feeling hopeless. Where do you think that stuff went? Where do you think those moods went when this crisis started? They didn't just disappear. Now we are all face to face and living with people who are still struggling with anger, depression, anxiety, and hopelessness and insecurities. We're in living situations with either ourselves, if we're living alone, or with others who are really going through it. So the emotions are usually escalating. This crisis did not make them go away. Nor did this crisis make the other parts of us go away, like our physical ailments. People were sick before this, and some of them are even more sick now that this crisis has come through, that this virus is present. So what can we do about all of this? What can we do about it now since we're in it? In Proverbs 15, one, it says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Now that we're in this, and if we're living with people who are experiencing some negative emotions, the best thing for us is to be kind, be mindful of what is happening right now, and be a little bit more compassionate. In Romans 12, verses 17 through 21, it says this, Repay no one for evil, but give thought to what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So if you're in a situation, a living situation, where it is so hard to be around that person because of what they're dealing with, or what they were dealing with beforehand, just consider that scripture and don't do anything that's going to cause additional harm. Philippians 2 verses 3 through 4 says, 
Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Now, don't read that incorrectly in thinking that it says count others more significant than yourselves. That doesn't mean that you're not worthy, that you're less valuable. It just means that you know that you're going to take care of yourself. So you can work a little bit more to pass some of that on to other people. That's how I read it. So, yes, people may read scriptures and take it out of context, but just go through it and read it multiple times so you can hear what's being said. Everyone needs to be seen. Everyone needs to be understood and everyone needs to be heard. Also, everybody needs to be respected. So the best way to survive is to love. Think about the scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 7, where it says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. So it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. We need to learn to endure in these times that are unprecedented, like we never experienced this before. And even if we experience something even close to resembling this, we have to make sure that we keep ourselves well in this crisis. It's not about feelings. Love is not necessarily about feelings. Love is more about the way that you act, even though you feel negative. After surviving all that we're going through, how will you live? How will you live after this? Now, hopefully, if your life was negative prior to, you won't try to go back to living that way. You know, if that was your normal back then, you definitely don't want that to be your normal after this is over with. So consider how you're going to live after this. The Bible gives us a guide and it also gives us warnings in how we should live life. It directs us in how to live. First, it says, don't be unequally yoked. In 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, it says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness. So when I read that, I understand that if you're already committed to making your situation last and the goal is to stay together, then you want to be mindful of who you choose 
as a mate. Now you can't change who you already chosen. You, 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 I mean, you're already in it. And if you're wanting to make that last, then you need to really be mindful of yourself and in, in adjusting and taking care of yourself because you're not going to be able to change another human being. And your prayer is for that person to become a believer, you know, in this craziness that's happening right now. But if you are happen, if you happen to be in a marriage or in a commitment with someone that's unequally yoked with, you know, you as a believer, then pray for them, pray for them, treat them with love and kindness, regardless, because Right now, the Lord is going to be pressing them. The Lord is going to come after them because the Lord doesn't want to leave no one behind. And it's not our job to force them into anything, but instead pray for them. In Amos, the book of Amos, verses, I mean, chapter 3, verse 3, it says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to meet? We have to be mindful of what the goal is for any relationship. So if you are connected to someone and you both have different goals, your ability to get through something is going to be very difficult because you haven't agreed to the same goal. Y'all are not in agreement with reaching a goal. And it is important that you know what that goal is. What about if you are thinking about connecting with someone? Before I go to that, I want to read a scripture in James 1, 19. And that scripture says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So when you are connected to somebody that is not yoked with you, be mindful of how you show up. Don't be so quick to to get angry at what you hear and what's being said to you. Be slow to speak and be able to hear people. Because like I said before, everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be seen and everybody wants to be understood. So considering your future choice for a mate and the person that you want to um, connect to, think about Proverbs 13 and 20, where it says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So you would love, you should, well, I I would hope that you would love, but you should want to be connected with somebody that is wise in thoughts and actions, that makes really good choices, that consider their ways before God. If you yoke up with somebody like that, the chances of you being able to reach goals or have a path that is more ideal is a lot higher than when you walk with someone that is angry all the time and someone that has no um, desire to get closer to God. Don't connect with angry people. 
that's basically what I'm trying to say. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourselves in a snare. And that comes out of Proverbs 22, verses 24 through 25. So, yes, we are in times that are way more than we we ever expected to go through. We never could have saw this coming, even though there the Bible talks about times like these. But we tend to believe that those times will never come again. Everything comes back. It may not look exactly like it did before, but everything comes back. So as you're surviving this, Consider how you're going to live. Consider how you're going to live your life when this ends. And remember, just because this ends doesn't mean that something else is coming back. So be mindful. Consider your steps and trust God through all of it. All storms have an ending. They last for a long time. Sometimes they last for a very long time. Sometimes they're short. But storms will always come. So if I know that storms will come, I also know that sunshine will come as well. The storms will end. So I want to be mindful of how I'm going to live life during the time when the the storm is over. And I want to be mindful of how I'm going to endure when the next storm comes all right stay connected but stay connected to the right people okay you don't want to end up in a very toxic situation toxic and unhealthy situation when the next storm comes and just because somebody is a believer doesn't mean that you're going to have bliss and love and peacefulness and all that because even those that are believers still have issues we just need to learn how to manage those you know as they show up all right in the meantime good mental health good spiritual health and good physical health y'all take care be blessed and love one another Thank you for deciding to listen all the way through to the end. Now, I hope that you will share this on your social media platform or feel free to go on Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. That just helps me get the word out. I would also appreciate any feedback you may have about this episode or the podcast itself. You can do that in writing through email at McCoy at gmail.com or if you want more information or you want to work with me, you can go to my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. All of this information will be in the show notes. If you also wish to schedule a free 10-minute consultation with me, you can give me a call at 404-759-4853. Also, on Anchor, you are able to leave a recorded message about this episode, which could be played for our viewers or our listeners on the end of the episode. It just talks about the topic that you just heard and gives your feedback. All right. Until the next time, good mental health, 
good physical health and always good spiritual health. Y'all take care.